Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting and interesting episode of the Gold Coast Builders Association Builders Spotlight Podcast. News you can use and news discovered just for you, no matter whether you're a builder, an associate, or a future home buyer. Let's find out who's in the Builder Spotlight today with your podcast host who nails it every time, Sam Yates. You know, this is something that I really enjoy because it's the the podcasting talent that comes forward and says, get in the spotlight. And we are in the spotlight today with the builder that uh, everyone knows. Uh, We're looking forward to a very active year of information from the Gold Coast Builders Association, doing a couple of things with this program today, looking back into 2022, as well as looking forward from last year's, the current year's leadership to say, Thoughts, ideas, and inspiration about where we are going. And my guest today is Raphael Roca. Raphael is the division president of D.R. Horton. And uh, before I uh, go too much further, I want to say D.R. Horton is one of the most respected, if not the most respected builder in America. And if my research is correct, the largest. So Raphael, welcome to the program today. Thank you for having me, Sam. I greatly appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I always start every program by getting a little bit of information about our guests so everybody can uh, realize that you're a real person as well as that person in the leadership position. Yeah, definitely a real person. I'm uh, I'm a South Floridian native. You know, there aren't many of us down here. There's a lot of many transplants, as you you well know, uh, which is good for our business and good for our industry. Um, so born and raised down in Miami, um, uh, went to high school at Christopher Columbus high school, and then, uh, continued on at the Florida international university where I graduated with a degree in, in construction management in the school of engineering. Um, I would go to school at night as I started my career in the construction business. I would work during the day and, and, and take classes in between, uh, the, uh, in between that and at night. And then, uh, Graduated in 1995, but started with this company as a private builder called Heffler Homes in 1993. Uh, Heffler Homes was bought out by a large company called Continental Homes, and then Continental Homes and D.R. Horton merged in 1999. So I spent 29 wonderful years with the largest builder in the country for 20 years in a row. So very excited about that. I'm very excited to continue you know, managing this division as I have since 2010 as a division president. Um, I'm married with five kids. I have four grandkids uh, as well. And uh, my lovely wife, Elena, we've been married for 27 years and it's given me nothing but joy. And I love fishing, love skiing. Um, It's just, it's great to be down here, to be honest with you. And and I appreciate the opportunity to give you a little bit of insight on myself. And you know what I have to say? I'm happy to meet another fellow South Floridian. You're right. There are not too many of us, but God bless them all for moving here, uh, despite what uh, some people say when they're stuck in traffic once in a while. But um, your last year, uh, looking back, you know, it was a, a, a real strong year in many, many respects. What are some of the things that stand out to you as being highlights during your presidency of the Gold Coast Builders Association? So a couple of them. It, it... Two of the ones is, you know, we made a lot of legislative progress. And that's one of the things that from our planning meeting uh, is one of the things that we'll continue to strive on. You know, Gold Coast Builders Association is an association that has come back 
and come back stronger than ever and needs to be a voice and a voice that will be continue to be heard. You know, we had some some things come up this year that we challenged the county on and we, we ended up winning. So I believe that, you know, the name and the brand will continue to grow. So I, I and I that is something that we need to continue to push on a local level, on a municipality level and on a state level. And that's what we'll continue to do. So to me, that is one of the areas that I think this association can really grow. And then the next thing is membership involvement. To me, getting all of our members and our associates involved in all the things that we did, you know, one of the challenges that we had over the last couple of years, obviously COVID, right? And being able to bring everybody back, being able to meet back in person was, was difficult. You know, the beginning when everything seemed to open back up, people were still a little skittish. So we believe we're back now in full force. We've got everyone involved. What we have going forward in the group that we have, I think is very exciting. And I think that we've put the pieces of the puzzle in place for the Gold Tools Build Association to be, you know, one of the stronger associations in the Florida market for years to come. You know, I'm on the same page as you. I'm uh, a member of the board of directors, my second year here with the association. And I have to say, as some of my talents became known, uh, the leadership said, whoa, you know, we need people like you. And, and I'm proud to play a part of this. And I think that's key to everything that we do is to look to our members what do they bring to the table? And uh, along that line, we have some large uh, figures that can really speak volumes about recruiting and retaining our membership. Agree? Agree 100%. I think, you know, the current board with the larger builders that are there, you know, you got to have a mix, right? You got to have the larger builders that can attract a lot of the trades. And then you got to have those associates that are just out there networking. So it, it's a whole array of different people from different industries. It's great, you know, if you saw our board now, we have we have attorneys on there now, we have accounting on there, we have so many different trades just besides, you know, it's called a builders association, but there's so many trades and different areas of the industry that we affect. And to me, retention is key in growing this association and then bringing on different industries and different uh, facets of the industry to be able to grow is the best way to do it. With that in mind, uh, I, I want to get more into some of the information about Dr. Horton. I wear many different hats. Uh, I'm, I think uh, once you're a reporter, you never get out of being a reporter. So I've got my reporter hat on now. Uh, I, I would like to find out a bit more about where Dr. Horton is right now in the, the overall scheme of things. How's business doing? So, you know, the market has definitely taken a, a little bit of a hit as, as we all know, you know, over the past, what, six months, there's been four, four interest rate hikes or five. Uh, I think yep. it's somewhere between there. Uh, so the, the last 10 years of, of buyers in the marketplace, they've only known one thing and that's 3% interest rate. So to them, anything four five and six is a high interest rate. I think you, as well as I know, that a 5% or a 6% interest rate is still a darn good interest rate. And Absolutely. that's what the message that we continue to put out there. And we continue to, to deliver that message, letting folks know that if you can lock in a home right now with DR Horton at a 5.5% interest rate for 30 years, you are getting a very good deal. And, you know, we're going to get through this market, you know, between the interest rate hikes, between the elections that, and then the holidays now at the end of the year, this is always a tough time, to be honest with you. Our selling season always 
has always been down in South Florida. We always use the uh, Super Bowl as a benchmark, and that's when the selling season starts. I do believe that come the turn of the, the year and 2023 starts, that there is going to be a demand for housing because there's still a housing shortage down in South Florida and throughout the United States, to be perfectly honest with you. Some of the folks that I talk to uh, in, in my work all over the state and, and, and some of the other states, uh, we also are seeing a lot of uh, migration from the southwest coast due to what happened with a hurricane there. So people are now looking again for a great place to live. And, and you have the answer to that. Yes, we do. We, we've had we've had some migration from southwest Florida. I can tell you over the last couple of years. Um with everything that's been going on in the United States, we've had a lot of migration from the West Coast of the United States, mm-hmm. which we really didn't have that much of over the last 20 years that I've been here, but we've seen that a lot. We continue to get the Northeast buyer to come down to our Northern Palm Beach and Martin County communities. That has never changed and those will those have increased over the last couple of years. So yes, besides Southwest Florida, there's been a lot of migration into into the South Florida market, as, as everybody loves it down here. What are some of the challenges that your company in particular sees going into 2023? Labor, interest rates are going to change, but what are some of the other challenges? So I, I kind of speak for South Florida because every market, you know, we build in 90 markets and 33 right. states. So every market has different challenges. But here in, in Southeast Florida, you know, we have really expensive land prices. And that is one thing that we continue to push back on. And land sellers, you know, as the market increases, sales prices increase, the price for their land, the price for their farm, and everything increase. So we are, you know, that's something that we're evaluating right now as the, as the market has changed a little bit. Uh, and then material prices and labor costs have just gone through the roof. We've seen labor costs come down some, uh, quite, uh, quite a bit actually over the last few months. Uh, but on the land development side, we have seen those numbers continue to increase as the cost of material, the cost of fill, the cost of pipe is still, it, it's hard to get. So when something is hard to get, what do they do? They raise the price on it. So, you know, really the biggest challenge that we have is labor costs, material costs, and continue to train folks to get in the business. I think one thing you'll notice if you drive job sites today is, I wouldn't, it, it would say it's an old you know, labor force, but it's an older labor force. And getting that younger generation to come into the home building industry has been difficult. And that's something that we work on here at Gold Coast Motor Association. And as a matter of fact, uh, for our audience, uh, we are planning to reach into that uh, area and talk about those things with some of our other board members, some of our members. So if that is something that uh, piques your curiosity, make sure that you subscribe to this program and we're going to delve into it as well. Labor market, as you see that there are, uh, you say that it's an older workforce and we're constantly out there striving. Uh, any thoughts on where our our market, our labor market has gone? What is, what's happened to the people? You know, it, I don't think it's, it's not that it's gone. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the newer generations have, so many other avenues to get into, so many, let, let's call them online avenues that they can do. They have work from home programs all across everything, every industry, right? That, but home building is a hands-on, out in the field, get dirty type of job. And that is 
not for everybody. And one of the things that we've noticed or seen is that, you know, being able to that, that owner of that company has kids and they don't want to take over the business. They don't want to even get into the business. And they're trying to figure out, and we've had this conversation with several of my trades over the last few months. So it's just interesting to see that dichotomy shift into where this industry is going to be. So we need to continue to do a better job of getting in the high schools, getting in the colleges and recruiting and training our, those folks out there to let them know that, you know, a lot of the, the owners of the businesses that I deal with today were workers 10, 15 years ago. Right. Now they own a business and they've been able to grow. So the possibility to grow into an owner, yes, is there. It's going to take a little time. And that's something that needs to be trained in, in the newer generations. The, the sense of patience has to be there. So, And I, I can attest to the fact my family was in the construction business. And every summer, that's what I did through my high school years into early college. And uh, my dad had high hopes of getting me to uh, take over the business, but uh, it was just not something that at that time uh, I, that I really wanted to do. And how ironic that years later, after being in the broadcasting, public relations, marketing industry, what do I find comfort in doing? Coming back to that which yeah. was my roots uh, in, in many respects. So I'm hoping that a lot of folks do that. Um I always look for a little bit of news, and maybe there isn't something you can share that's absolutely newsworthy with us today, but I always have to ask, is there some news that we can break with the Gold Coast Builders Association Builder Spotlight today? Um, the only thing I can tell you is that it is a, an association that's making its mark on the map, and it, it's putting itself on the map. And I can tell you, become a member now, uh, join online at GCBAflorida.com. It is something that you will not regret. The networking, the partnerships that you will gain here and the opportunities that it will open up over time would be will be nothing short of spectacular for you. I can tell you that. I've met so many great people here uh, that have just been, you know, when I first got involved, opened up their arms and helped me get through the initial process. And now I'm trying to do the same. And I can tell you that it's just been, it's been a great thing. And I, the Gold Coast Builders Association has a lot to offer and it continues every month. All we talk about is how do we get better? And that doesn't mean better for us. That means better for our associates, better for the people that are out there, the industry. So people, so we can continue to grow this. You know, I'm, I'm glad you said that because a lot of people may drive by a construction site or see a lot of activity and they think, wow. That's that's impacting our economy because those guys are building, working. But what they fail to realize is that it really is impacting our community in many different ways. It's not just the, the brick and mortar sticks that are going in the ground. Uh, there's so much that that is passed along to our community, isn't there? There, there is there is quite a bit. I mean, at the end of the day, what are we doing? We're building people's dreams, right? The dream of home ownership. And owning a piece of property, we, 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 we cater to the first-time buyer. That's, that's what we do. So that first home for someone is incredible. And you see their faces and you see the way that they, you know, treat that home as, as unbelievable is, is, is great. And I can tell you when, you, when you drive by communities that are under construction mm -hmm. and there's 20, 30 trucks, think about the number of people that you're, that you're dealing with, the number of people that you put in business 
and are able to make money and feed their families. It's a, it's a phenomenal thing. Home building industry, the construction industry has a lot to do with our economy and our economy continue to grow. So I, I'm a firm believer that we need to keep home building active. We need to keep home building going uh, to keep this economy going. Something you had mentioned earlier uh, during our, our episode here is that we as a builder's organization face some challenges on legislators who wanted to put some very onerous cost on us simply because we're building. Uh, that in turn would have impacted the cost of housing. And everyone is looking for affordable housing. Some thoughts on, on those two and how perhaps they interact. Uh, they, they interact tremendously. So the, you know, the cost that the, the legislative costs that we're going to increase is really just a direct pass to the buyers at the end of the day. The cost of our land prices, as I mentioned earlier, the cost of materials and goods, all of that gets factored in when a builder is looking at what, what the market can afford for a home. And putting all those pieces of the puzzle together absolutely affects the customer when you go to open up a new community uh, or whether you don't open up a new community because it just simply putting those pieces of land costs, development costs, construction costs and legislative costs together, they add up to more than what the housing that submarket can uh, purchase a home for. And that's a that's an inverted. Uh, uh, I can't remember the term. That's an inverted formula there that just doesn't work. And so it's our job to continue to push back on material costs, legislative increases to make sure that we can keep housing affordable for our buyers down here. South Florida is probably one of the most expensive areas in the state of Florida to purchase a home, but we have many beautiful things. You know, we have the blue waters, we have the blue skies, we have the white sand beaches. We have, you walk out today on a December 16th day and it's 80 degrees outside. Uh, There's many places that don't have this. So, you know, we, we have some beautiful things to offer, but at the end of the day, if two working parents cannot afford a $500,000 home, we've got to find a way to fix it. Indeed. And part of that is education. And that's one of the things that we're tasked with here. Uh, We have an affordable homes for all website that uh, to be real honest, I'm uh, doing some updates to that website uh, today and into the weekend and into next week. So we want to be able to share with those of us who are members information as it comes in and is readily available, but also for our public and our legislative uh, leaders throughout our communities and throughout the state and national level. So at every opportunity, take it upon ourselves, I think we should take it upon ourselves to educate, educate, and educate, because a lot of people uh, either take us for granted as the building community or are not totally aware of what little tiny things can do to our communities. I agree. I agree with that hundred percent. I think, I think we have sometimes you are taken for granted. I think the educate that what you said, educate, educate, educate to me is the most important thing. Just getting the word out, getting the knowledge out to people about what we do is one of the most important things we can do. Yes. All right. I have a couple of tough questions now. Better brace yourself. First All tough right. question. Will you come back again for another episode in the future? I would, Sam. I, I enjoy this. I think uh, I think you're a great uh, ambassador for Gold Coast Builders Association, and I would absolutely do it again. 
Second question. This is a little bit easier. Someone okay, wants to have information about Dr. Horton and getting their new home. How can they go about that? Well, that's a great question. I like that one better than the first one. So. <laughs> uh, www.drhorton.com is the best place to go. And you'll see every market and every state that we build in. As I, as I mentioned earlier, it's over 100 markets and 33 states now that we're in uh, uh, nationwide. Down here in Southeast Florida, if you go to the website and you type in Southeast Florida, you'll see everything, all the communities that we have. We currently have communities open in Stewart, Jupiter, Green Acres, Deerfield Beach, Miami-Dade County, um, Homestead, and Florida City uh, that we're currently selling in. One of the beautiful things that we have, you know, we've gone through a little bit of a transition here in Southeast Florida. We have seven, over 15 new communities opening up in 2023, Sam. So we're very excited. And as I mentioned earlier, we cater to the first time buyer, move up buyer. So we are very price point conscious and make sure that we deliver a quality home at the right price. So we've got a lot of great things coming down here in Southeast Florida for DR Horton. And I can attest to that based on a lot of my friends who have decided to become homeowners and guess who they turn to. So, you know, they speak extremely well, uh, high quality craftsmanship, affordable price point, uh, Dr. Horton. And uh, we want to underscore that because it is true. Thank Final you. question. Uh, is there anything that we have not touched upon that you would like to mention or talk about before we wrap up today? Well, to me, I, I think the, the first and foremost is, you know, the board of directors and the executive board that we have is second to none. I can tell you, we've come a long way over the last few years to be able to put the right pieces of the puzzle together and get those gentlemen in place. Frank Coppola, the new president coming in on, in January, is going to take this association to the next level. We're very excited and very excited for what everybody does. And we appreciate what all of them bring to the table to make this association better. This is a, you know, think about it as a part-time job that you don't get paid for. So uh, everybody's giving up their free time and their free will to make this better. So I appreciate all of them and what they do. And then I got to give a special shout out to KT and Andrea for everything that they do for the Gold Coast Builders Association because we would not be where we are today without those two ladies. And I appreciate them every single day. So uh, I, I know... I know before the end of the day, KT is going to volunteer me for something new. That's, uh, that is, <laughs> she will. That is for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Yes. Mr. Roca, it's been my pleasure to have you here on the program today. And for our listeners, this is the Gold Coast Builders Association Builders Spotlight. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, even if you're sitting at home or uh, have your Siri or Alexa, all you have to do is say, Alexa. Play the latest episode of the Gold Coast Builders Association Builders Spotlight, and there we are. So again, thank you for being on the program today. Thank you, Sam, and uh, happy holidays and happy new year to you and everybody else out there. Very well. I'm looking forward to a new year, and we are going to cover some awesome territory here. So in the meantime, I'm Sam Yates. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Gold Coast Builders Spotlight. If you have a guest or a topic you would like to recommend, contact your GCBA Builders Spotlight podcast host, Sam Yates, or the Gold Coast Builders Association. The GCBA Builders Spotlight podcast, building relationships one podcast at a time.
Have a wonderful day, everyone.